You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. What's going on? It's really, it's VI, and this it's is Factors TV. Man, it's the 20th episode, man. Episode 20, man. Dub, man. Two zero. like the U-Dub. You know what I'm talking about? It's a good time, man. Thank you guys for always supporting us and rocking mm-hmm. with us. Me and Bro really appreciate it, man. It's been a long time coming, not just with this show, but other things that we do that have to do with the culture and keeping up with the culture and, you know, just spreading good, uh, positive energy around, man. Just hoping to get it back. Reciprocation is everything, man. So we appreciate you guys for tuning in and continuing to support us. No, I appreciate it, man. You know, this is episode 20. feel like it's been longer, but, you know, we're still going. We're going to keep it mobbing. Uh, yeah, appreciate everybody right. supporting, tapping in, sharing. Uh, any any support you show, mentioning word of mouth, whatever it is, we appreciate it because, you know, it's keeping us going. There's big things going on right now with Converge, and soon enough you'll hear about it. But, you know, appreciate everybody, you know, from listeners, you know, people who share, anybody, you know, who's involved, you know, our engineers, you know, big old Sal, you know, from – from way back east, man, you know, uh, you know Big O, um, Kurt, you know, whoever is involved, appreciate you, seriously. Man, so um, what has the past week been for you, man? What you been up to, man? What happened this past week, man? It's been seven days. What's going on? Um, life. I mean, life happens every day for me. I mean, that's really that's really all it is, nothing in particular. Um, some news we can't let go of yet, um, but we will, you know, we'll be broadcasted. But other than that, everyday life, children, um, home schooling, business, everything, you know, trying to take it to the next level. So that's really what it's been, you know. Yeah. What's going on with you? Nothing much, man. It's just uh, yesterday's price. It's not today's price, you know what I'm saying? That's all I'm going to say for now, you know what I'm saying? I'm very blessed, going through a lot in life, but blessed for sure to to be valued and to be loved and respected and to be a part of something that's bigger than me and something I didn't think I would ever be a part of, you know, even as a kid. We have wild dreams and imaginations and – I'm just very thankful for everything, you know, that's going on right now and really want to shout out Converge and, oh, you know, everybody who support me and bro, who motivates us, even when times get tough, they're like, let's keep going. You know what I'm saying? It's your time. And I appreciate all that, man. So this past week has just been a highlight in some aspects because it's a blessing to be a part of something so special. Other than that, just going through a lot of with school, starting to finish strong for the summer quarter comes and I got to tackle another class or two. So just trying to stay consistent with things, man. And, um, be solid and not solid. That's about it. That's good, man. That's good, man. You got it, man. Staying there. Hang tough, man. Um, this week, there's there's a lot going on. Um, what, what, what caught my eye first, speaking about it first in the news, um, you know, there was a big thing about uh, the co-founder of Black Lives Matter. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Where, you know, she bought the house, $6 million house, and, you know, there was a whole back and forth about what it was about and what it was for and if it was, you know, correct for her to do or not and just this past week i was gonna ask you excuse me i didn't mean to cut you off did she ever give us i never seen a statement or um, anything no back back then she said it was for you know community meetings and you know this and that and then just this past week she came out saying she basically she lied and uh she bought the house and been having parties and kicking it you know so i mean just goes to show you man. <laughs> it's not funny no, man. It's, it, man it's it's hellacious Damn, man. man like we can't 
we can't have nothing. We can't ever put people in, in positions position. of power. Yeah, position. Like you're supposed power. to be the co-founder of the movement. That's supposed to be for better. But they've got well over 100 million don in donations, and we know for sure you spent six million on a house, and you could have said it was for you. You could have, you know, out of that hundred million, yeah. in my living situation, whatever it is, you, you know, know, you can say if you're doing real work, but you say it was for this and that, and it turns out that you lied, you know. So that was disheartening, but I wasn't shocked. Well, like, I wonder what made her go, uh, man. You know what? This is actually for us to kick it. It's a real a sorority and a fraternity house. I mean, I, I think because things get so in depth with investigations these days, and where and people got loose lips, you know, and then you know social media, you know, this is time where it was going to come out eventually. So she's probably like, let me tell the truth now. Because he probably had no meetings. Like, He'd be a noble Negro yeah, and tell you, you the know, truth about what happened. Finally, let me tell the truth. When you you, you could have started off with, hey, this is this is a part of the movement, but it's almost it's also for me to live. Yeah. Like, you know, I would have been accepted, but you you came kicking it off with the same BS. This is for the the movement. We having meetings, we get stuff going, and that wasn't it. So that's 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 what bothers me. I don't um we would never given anything. So if it was done with grace, done with you know, like intention, like yeah, I helped raise all this money. I helped do this. I, I'm part of a movement that's helping people here and there. I have receipts. I didn't help people over here and over there. That changes how people look at you. But when you spend that money and you say, hey, uh, now nah, it's for the cause. Um, we're having meetings, you know what I'm saying? It's a resource for people to come live or, you know, dinners for whatever it is. And you just lying about it. That's when it becomes an issue of you, you know, being abusive to the, the power and the resource you've been given. Because honestly, I mean, if somebody told me that they spent a six million in a house out of a hundred million, I wouldn't be mad. If you spend a lot of money on helping people and you're in charge or a part of the authority for this resource, then why would I be mad if you treat it yourself? That's what you're supposed to do. That's what people in Fortune 500 do. Anybody get programmed? Nah, yeah, I was gonna say that the Red Cross. Um, yeah. Uh, what's the Goodwill? Yeah. Like those CEOs and stuff. Pff, they take homes incredible. So it would have been you know okay for it to just be like, yeah, you know this is. This is where it's Maloins. This is the fruit know, of Maloins. I mean, I guess we've been, you know, I don't know, scrutinized long. You just got to feel like you got to lie. But that just sets the whole, the wrong president. You know, you, you, like you're supposed to be putting the truth out there for people to understand and see and feel. And now it's kind of a backlash because you could have just told the truth off top. Nobody really, really cared. And now, you know, um, that's, it's, I don't know, we'd be in our own way. You know, integrity too, because no, yeah. it's people who are looking at you who are like, I thought about giving you some money or I thought about making a part of this or it's so many people that you don't know is watching you. And that's one thing about how we care ourselves and how we respond to things. Something I just realized with myself and a lesson I'm learning, like, you know what I'm saying? No matter how you feel about something or what's going on, how you respond to things, what matters most, because that's what people remember. And and that's and that takes us into our next subject, uh, talking about, no, seriously, about Young Thug and Gunna getting the RICO charges, 56, uh, Charges against them stemming from, you know, assaults, attempted murders and drug possession, drug possession, you know, it's just like we can't we have to take accountability too, and we just don't get out our own way. Why are you touching us much money and you still want to be affiliated with anything like the purpose of to, to get money is to get out the hood and get out those situations and get away from the temptations of, you know, trying to do bad and, you know, hurting people and hurting yourself. Like, there's no reason why you should be sending hits, you know, like you're a mob boss and you're you're in a game where you got to separate the violence from the money. The, the money, you know? So it's just, you know, that young thug and gunner situation where basically they brought the Rico Act on them where, you know, it's a, it's a group of people, you know, doing something they're all going to get charged in some way or somehow. And, you know, it has to do with, you know, YFN Lucci in, in jail. They try to have him murdered. There's people talking, you know, it's just messy. And it's just, 
you know, you want to feel bad, you want to say this and that, but then it's like, like, what are you niggas doing? What is you Negroes doing, bro? Seriously. <laughs> you niggas is crazy. Man, niggas is crazy. <laughs> Listen, my thing is, um, like they said, the, the main thing is a murder that's from 2012, and I understand you do things. Um, but when you start touching a certain amount of money, a certain status, you separate yourself, as bro said. Um, even when you're in the streets, we know people who are in the streets who still want to be outside or be in the front. It's like, nah, nigga, you got the money, you got to, you know, chill out. You know, it's time for you to play the background and then separate yourself from people who are doing things. Because just even talking to somebody, relating to somebody, or doing it, it just gets you caught up. My only problem with this thing is um, they're saying that they were watching them for this long. And I understand you have to build an investigation. But 10 years and like they say, 40, 40 to 50 people who have died between this YSL and YFN uh, beef. What are you doing as an agent, you know, as a, the, the police, you know? Stop the murders. You stop it. <laughs> you know, you're saying that there's 50, possible 50, 40 to 50, excuse me, murders connected to this gang beef that's been going on for the past 10 years. Even you tell me you're just now stopping it. I seen someone say it on Twitter and it almost was like, you know, we're, we're going to blame other people for not. And that's true. They're responsible for themselves, the life they live, the things they choose to do. That's all come back on them. But when it comes to the authorities and people in position, you you start to think of different angles and see what their point is. Like they really just want to get more assets because these guys are getting money or getting richer. They really want to make these guys an example because of the star status they have and the position they have in the rap game. And they really wanted to make a mockery because there's no way you know these people are being hurt. They're connecting these dots and you're just waiting and sitting back, counting the bodies, counting the tragedies, and also taking account of that. This is a group of people that obviously are bad to an area, a city, a town, whatever it is. And you continue to watch them. Um, those type of things bother me because it also seems like it perpetuates the system that's in place. They want to keep on keeping us and say the laws can't change and we can't adjust to that because we still have people today who are committing crimes at a high level, which can obviously be true. But at the same time, if you have the ability to stop something and you know what's going on and you're just watching it happening and we're not talking about just drugs being sold or properties being uh, scammed or people frauding, we're talking about murder. You sit back and watch murder happen so often, it just doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. No, it doesn't. And I don't understand, you know, like, is we can blame the agencies, but at some point you got to take accountability oh, no, for sure. people. Like, come on, man. You're, you're making so much money. You're helping people. You're changing lives. You know what I'm saying? Like, we know we've put people on with jobs in the entertainment industry and other places. Like, I can only imagine being a rapper making multi-million dollars and, you you know, so-and-so does this and so-and-so does that. And you're putting people in position. You're connecting dots. And you're taking people out the hood to give them chances to make money. And you're still playing with your own freedom in your own life, you know? So, I mean, you know, I, I don't wish anything on anybody, but at some point you got to say, I was stupid. Yeah. You know, to. like they say there's a car that Young Thug rented that was in a drive-by. Like, come on, man. I don't know. It's, it's dumb. It's but tiring. I, um, I'm watching it, and I seen him. He had an appearance. Gunna actually turned himself in at 2.30 a.m. last night. So he wasn't uh, taken into custody two days ago with Young Thug. He actually just heard about it. I guess they, he wasn't where he was supposed to be. Or, you know, he's traveling. So he basically heard uh, that he was part of that Rico. He went last night, 2.30 in the morning, and turned himself in. Um, I believe he only has one charge against him. Um, I think it's just conspiracy because he is a part of the group in the gang. So it's conspiracy, which is messed up for him because he's in trouble. He's fighting for his freedom with just being a part of the label of artists and moving around with these people. Um, but uh, another thing I was going to say is that when it comes to like this situation, being responsible for yourself means everything, especially when you're just like you said, a breadwinner. Uh, it's important. We're trying to change generational curses as black people. 
And I don't care about the stereotypes because everybody has issues. Everybody comes from something. I don't give a damn what race you are. But we got to make sure that we're more accountable for ourselves because this is like they, they blasted this. This is bigger than any news right now. And there's a lot of big news going on. And it's just they're blowing this up to make us look like we are the problem. Yeah. And my baby mom's YSL, too. <laughs> Go get her. <laughs> my baby mom's YSL, man. Slime. That's her name. <laughs> but nah, that, man. <laughs> get this nigga out of here. I was like, looking like what? <laughs> I gotta watch that one. <laughs> she goes by Slat. But nah, uh, <laughs> moving on. Uh, Samples Resort in the Bahamas. Um, three people were found dead, and one was hospitalized. And uh, they came out to say that there was no foul play, which makes no sense. People just dropping dead. Uh, they didn't really release any details, but I believe it was like the situation that happened in DR not too long ago where like the alcohol or something was. That's what I was going to say. I'm, like yeah. they, they're using cheap alcohol. They're like, no, yeah, that's what it sounds it out. like. Yeah, it sounds Niggas like just people. don't fall down. You don't know what happened. Yeah. Like, you, you just know. don't know three people. <laughs> I think it's and alcohol one hospitalized. Yeah, yeah. So we, I've heard about that in the DR not too long ago that there were uh, basically people getting sick or mm-hmm. dying from like, I don't know if it's either a replacement alcohol or them using cheaper alcohol are adding something to stretch it out, you know what I'm saying? But people were getting six out of drinking liquor uh, over in the DR last year, and I remember hearing about that a lot. Yeah, so I'm, I'm vague in details, but because they really ain't say nothing besides they don't see any foul play, and it's like it's almost treating like the Brittany Griner thing down there, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Keep, like, keeping it hush. Keeping uh, it hush. Uh, that's what no one likes the U.S. No one wants to explain nothing to the U.S. No, nobody's scared of us no more. Um Bring back Bush or somebody. They had everybody scared. <laughs> uh, I'm just talking this, man. But um, speaking of death, uh, my godfather, man. Oh, man, you're a big homie, man. You know what I'm saying? Kevin Samuels, man. He was an uncle to a lot, man. You know, he passed away. Um, and it's caused an uproar. Uh, in the black community. In the black community. There's a lot of women who are happy and praising, you know, his death. And I think it's sad because you don't praise death. Like, I don't wish death on my biggest enemies because you can't come back from that you know like that's your last stop you know so it's really sad and they're really proving this point by the way they're acting you know if you don't have to agree with a man you don't have to like what he says he wasn't out here killing people he wasn't molesting he wasn't doing anything heinous he was giving you opinions on youtube and you you know people are out here celebrating like he ran into their house and stole their money so um, I just want to say rest in peace to him. Uh, he gave a lot of men direction. And there's women I see giving their uh, testimony, too, saying he helped their marriage or helped them find somebody. Um, he was called hard truth. I think he was the truth that we used to have in the black community. Yeah. You know, that grandma, that grandpa, that uncle that was like. Was a sugarcoat nothing. Yeah, you know, straightforward. You know, it was hurting your feelings with the truth, but you needed it. So that was a big blow because he was on a big mission, but he left a lot, a lot of material behind, um, a big legacy. And I listened to him a lot. And. Like I tell people all the time, he was talking about men before women. He only went viral when he started talking about women. You know, no one cared when he was talking about men. Yeah, you um, showed me that, too. Like, uh, you yeah. was listening to him. He was like, man, he says, it's some things I heard him say about men that was like, wow. You know, and it's things that weren't highlighted or put on these shade rooms or, uh, you know what I'm saying, these baller alerts or whatever it is. They definitely weren't highlighting him talking about men because he said some real things about men that, like bro said, either came from our grandparents or came, you know, that was in the black community a long time ago that was basically like raw and uncut, but it was the truth. You know what I'm saying? As far as being a man go, a man go, how you carry yourself, what you're supposed to do, certain things. He he gave it real. Um, I grew up without a dad, and it's a lot of things I know my dad, if he was a good person, should have did or should have said. And people that take that the wrong way, they ain't looking at themselves. 
Because there's a few things I know if I would have knew 10 years ago would help me not with even just where I am, but as a person. So it's a lot that I take from him that's positive. And sometimes where he was brash. But I mean, when when do we get to choose our emotion as human beings? You know what I'm saying? Like we get to listen to him and then be like, well, he's wrong because I don't like how he said it. That's not, you know, that doesn't that's work. That's only towards women. Um, that's that, that only happens with women. You're only supposed to watch how you talk with women. Uh, no one's watched their tone with men. Uh, we've been told about, I say it all the time, height, weight, bank account, all that. You know, no one says, hey, soften the blow. You know, no one says, you know, if you don't have an abundance of currency in your portfolio, then you're, you know, less of a patron than those around you. They say, if you a broke nigga, then, you know what I'm saying? Like, no one softens the blow when it comes to men, you know? So I don't, all that, his tonality stuff, I don't want to hear that. You know, that's just an excuse to say, I don't like what you're saying. Um, but he's, his point's been proven by people celebrating his death, you know? And even his, people he didn't get along with or had to, uh, Dr. Umar Johnson, him and Kevin Samuels had disagreements. Uh, the, the Fit and Fresh podcast, um, they had disagreements, but they all showed their love to him because they know he was, he was really doing it out of the kindness of his heart. He really wanted to see, you know, his people prevail and get better. And so do better, yeah. If, he, if, if they could do that, then why, you know, is everybody else celebrating, you know? Because they didn't want to look inside themselves. Yeah. Or they can want you to know, see Bill what's wrong K. with Fox them. Fox talking about him because he said she looked like she sucked in a bag of lemons. Like, <laughs> you know, just terrible. But uh, no, I just wanted to say long live to my guy. I appreciate the work you've done. You affected so many lives. And, uh, you know, we're, we're going to keep it going. We're going to keep your legacy alive. Man, um, that's, that's a sad story. But it's also, like you said, he left a lot of good game. Because you can pull up any YouTube, even things that we probably haven't heard yet because it's from his older days or older seminars or older uh, podcasts. But he really, really left a lot of good game for us black people, men and women. And men need to listen to it because I haven't really heard anything I didn't like him saying about men because he's a man I believe that he can speak. And as far as being a man that is heterosexual, he had a lot of good game for women as well. So if you want to learn, man, just go ahead and tap in. It's a, it's a lifetime. It doesn't stop now. We grow every day. We're supposed to keep growing and changing. So go listen to it, man. I'm pretty sure you'll get something out of it. Even if it's a little bit, you'll take something from it. No, yeah, definitely. So long live my guy, man. We're going to keep it going. Um, Shout out to Lapeef Network, too, because they show love to him, too. And I am Courtney. Um, they show love to him, too. Um, but um, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to continue speaking on some things and get to some things before we uh, break out. Episode you know, 20. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media. Yo, we're back abruptly. Um, episode 20, just talking to us some stuff. Um, are you in the Broadway shows? Man, listen, man, I ain't going now after all the news I done heard, man. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't man. going to no Broadway shows. No way, Ladies man. are buying all the tickets up and they're going and for that's, one hey, reason. That's a double standard. You know, we're going to get into Jesse and his penis being out. <laughs> but, you know, women can share it. They can talk about it all over in line and it's just laughing giggles. You know, if a man shared a woman's privates and we're talking about it, we'd be called predators. Uh, so many things. It's just wrong, man. It's not right. No man wants to see that. But Jesse Williams, he stars on a show on Broadway, and I guess someone snuck their phone in and took pictures of him naked. 
Oh, I don't even know Broadway got that deep where you know you had to get naked with your with your real penis out. It's like it's not like they gave him, <laughs> I, it's not like they gave him a fake <laughs> penis. You said with your real, real penis. Out. Like you know, give me some fake to put on. Give me you know, give me a strap on to put on or something. You know, give me my dignity. Um, yeah, that's insane. And he wasn't tripping. Um, but it's just crazy how wise for you know Twitter is hell. <laughs> Twitter is you know Twitter Twitter uh, you, you you can't say. The F word on Twitter, but boy, you can pull it out and show it. You know, it's it's insane. <laughs> no, it's wild. Um, I woke up this morning and it was just, you know, going through stuff, looking at the uh headliners and number on Twitter trending. It was number one at the time, and they had it. And I'm like, you could really post yourself naked and then get viewed, and people just retweet it. And so um, I didn't get to see the picture, but I know a lot of people that was retweeting it, and I'll just go past it. I won't crack, you know, click on it to highlight it because you already told me what it is. And if that's what Broadway does, that's cool. But I hate when people like, if I seen it, you got to see it too. I don't like that. So um, I didn't get to see everything, but I know that women are going crazy. Uh, Broadway shows are going to sell out. They're saying that he's a man. He's uh, he's uh, backing up how he stands. So, I mean, it is what it is. Can't be mad at him. He's going viral. I mean, you know, uh, we got asked to do something that was silly. So, I mean, you know. You say no, just say no. He obviously wants to do it. And I think his wife actually, or ex-wife, had a problem with him doing that Broadway show. And I think that was one of the things of their divorce because he actually got offered to do that show before he even uh, ended, uh, was it Grace? Yeah, man, you go from Grace to naked on stage. I don't understand, man, but. Yeah, you upset, man, you all right? Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> like, because, you know, I'm, 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 that I'm into arts, you know, I'm into different things. And one day I wanted to catch a show on Broadway. Now I don't even care if I ever catch a show on Broadway, so. You know, different strokes, different folks, but not for me. I don't want to see that, man. That's that's just terrible, man. <laughs> who man? Who would eat after they see what I see? See what I see, man. Who would do that, man? Well, let's move on, man, away from his manhood. Got a dick, man. <laughs> uh, uh, Kendrick Lamar is back after a five-year hiatus. Uh, he dropped, uh, um, what was it? The heart part five, yeah, heart part five, yeah. yeah. And uh, it was a video also, and it had him, you know, morphing his face morphed into OJ, Nipsey, Kobe, um, who else? Jesse Schmuye. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, we, we transferred to him. I was like, okay, man, he's just out here, Schmuye. but that was actually a dope uh graphic in the dope part of the video, you know what I'm saying? Because Kendrick is really a poet. He really gets deep. So just have the visuals go along with the words he's saying, because he's one of the best rappers that's out and been out. So I definitely loved it. Um, it was basically the dramatic the uh, dramatization he always brings. It was like a little theater, little show. And you get to see his personalities and, you know, him tap into who Nip was talking to Sam. It was all pretty dope. So I liked it. No, yeah, no, I definitely liked it because he was really rapping from all their perspectives because every time I'm a face morphed, he was speaking on, you know, something that had to do with their lives or what they seen. And one with Nipsey was so powerful. But um, no, it was dope. He's always been a deep, deep, but not too deep. You know, you can get into it. He's been like a mix between hard rap and backpack rap. Uh, he always brings a conscious level to it. And I, I like he he doesn't just flood things, you know. It's been four or five years since he's yeah. out, you know. And, and I wonder if it was more about the situation with TDE or. Oh yeah, because because he's gone, you know, he's away from them now, so he's dropping stuff. But I, I feel like he's still more conservative with how he does it. He's not just doing it just to do it because he easily could, you know. He's not as bad as Andre Three Thousand, but he um he takes his time dropping stuff, you know. I can no, tell yeah, Andre's that. he's an asshole, man. He he knows the people love him and want the music, man. And I mean, maybe him coming on different verses and and you know featuring on people's songs is good for him, but. 
it's so much he could be doing right now. And sometimes he'll be over that though, you know. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants to be he he wanted to be in Portland playing the flute, you know, on a random corner in a random shop. That's really what he'd be doing too. He you know, really yeah, you know, that. he wanted to be in New York, you know, in a cafe playing his flute. He he doesn't, you know, and I totally respect that. You know, that's why I tell people a lot of that stuff is not what it's cracked up to be. Rod you know? Wave, he tweeted that today. He said, man, being rich is lit, but this fame stuff's crap. No, it's terrible. Yeah. Well, he he can't go around choking women neither. So, yeah. So of right, course, well, it's not yeah. lit. Yeah, no, no. Allegedly. DVs. Allegedly, no DVs. We don't need that. Yeah, right. yeah. Allegedly, he did. But, of course, I wouldn't feel good about it neither. He better shake her. Shake her and bake her. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, seriously. Yeah. DVs not cool. Um, but um, yeah, Kendrick dropping is huge, and I definitely want to uh follow up on that because literally the time he's taking off, I think it's for him to get mentally better, for him to um, you know, get his resources together along with the legal stuff with the T with TDE. But Kendrick really, really is somebody in the hip hop game that's giving it life, keep pushing the culture forward. Um, he's a nigga with substance that's not just saying stuff because it sounds cool, it's trendy, like he's talking about what's real to him, what's going on right now, man. I love it so. I can't wait for him to drop his album. This uh what he gave us, this little preview, what what's coming to come. It's gonna be amazing, man. So shout out Kendrick, man. Shout out to him, man. And I'm glad he's free to do his thing. Um Meg and Tori. I'm sick, sick of the situation. Ah uh, man, I'm twin, twin, twin stuff. I was gonna say I'm, I'm over it. it. But uh today the doctor who examined her, I guess, and fixed her, you know, tended to her, said that there were no um Bullet fragments. In, like entry wounds or exit Like wounds. she stepped yeah. on glass. He said he removed glass. There was no bullet fragments. And in the past, they've said that there are no, you know, we spoke about it in one of the episodes where, you know, I've been shot my foot and they took my shoe and the bullet fragments. And they said there's no bullet fragments in no, record. No shoes or no With clothes. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just tired of it. If this man did it, then lock him up. If he didn't, stop drawing it, you know, dragging it on. You know, there's just... It's it's a whole cross between right and wrong, men and women, the women's empowerment movement. Meg, she can't rap. I'm sorry. I don't like her like that. <laughs> but she's doing her thing. I'm not knocking it. But also, stop dragging this man along if there's no, you know, evidence. You know, if if, she, if there's glass on her foot, clearly he didn't shoot her. And that's what I was going to say. But the, uh, the, they already had a judge or someone say, I guess not found him not guilty, but there was not enough evidence to move on. So now he got arrested. This time I had to bail out. And it's hella embarrassing, you know what I'm saying? And it's dragging on, like you said, like you get arrested again and then have to bail out and then you're back in court. And then the doctor that actually did the operation or surgery just says, no, nah, we just removed glass. There was no bullet fragments. There were no entry or exit wounds. What else is there to talk about? Nothing. And, and it takes it takes so long to build a reputation and it takes overnight to just ruin it, to destroy you know, it. So go, going through what you go through, like who's going to pay retribution for that? You know, who's, you know... As loud as your disrespect was, is all the women who, you know, got behind that going to get in line and say, hey, we're sorry. You know, we understand. No, they're not. They're going to write it out to their can. And that's just wrong because um, it was his it was her word against his. And even the courts didn't have anything to say about it. You know, like it's actually in court going through legalities and the system's not even proving them wrong. But everybody else, you know, has already gave them a guilty, you know, um, verdict. Yeah. yeah, verdict. So. I'm, I'm tired of speaking on it, but that just came out today where, you know, the doctor said he only examined glass, no bullet fragments. And it's like, okay, well, leave him alone. Let him off the hook. You know, it's tiring. You know, let him do his thing. Let him be an artist and let her do her thing. But it's just wrong how he's been dragged, dragged, dragged. And clearly there's been nothing to go off of, you know, so. It almost seemed like, um, it, like I said, no matter what, a gun should have been brought out. She never get that far. But it just almost seems like it was like shots in the air, shots at the ground. Everybody was just scared because I mean, you, when you get shot in the foot, you get shot, you get shot. There's no way around it. 
um, there should be some evidence of you rehabbing. There should be some evidence of bullet fragments. It has to be something. This is not no little thing. Guns aren't to play with. Bullets don't got names, but they definitely do damage. And I don't understand how you can't see that. Maybe she's lying. I don't know. You guys are just putting too much faith in a person that you don't know. And we ask for a just dude through the system, the justice system, and we're doing it. And they keep on saying there's no bullet fragments. Uh, she wasn't shot. There's no evidence. There's glass. Yeah. There's so many things that's come to the light. And it's like, okay, we're going to find something else to pick at because it has to be him. She has to, you know, she, she's not lying. Maybe she needs to go to therapy because maybe she, like you said, shots go off. You stumble on glass. You think you're shot. There's been shots gone off. And I thought I got shot and they ain't got shot. They had know? to pull over Basically for real. PTSD, you know, of it all. So hopefully they figure that out. But I'm tired of him dragging it out. Let this man live his life if he ain't doing nothing to that woman. You know what I'm saying? That's it, man. No, man. Well, I mean, anybody want to shout out, man? I know you got you got your own thing going with the uh, you got a beautiful puppy, and you know what I'm saying. Oh yeah, I mean, of course we're doing our thing over at Top Tier Frenchies. Um, I did want to shout out somebody, and I'm drawing a damn blank right now. Well, let me shout out uh, our mom. She just bought a house. I want to say congratulations. Oh, to yeah, you. congratulations, That's mother. You know what I'm saying? Adding more to the family, and we creating, and we gonna do more in a. I appreciate you for everything you've done for us and you deserve this. So congratulations. No, that's dope. Congrats to mom, you know, closing on that home and continue building a legacy. She's always been, you know, on her stuff. Always, you know, never had a broke mama. I've never had a mama who wasn't going after nothing or showing us what to do. She's been an entrepreneur. She's been a student. She's been a business owner. She's been a worker. She showed us everything. So I'm proud of you, mom. And congratulations on closing on home. Yep. And, um, I wanted to shout out my girl, Seven Skill, once again, the boutique out there in Des Moines. Go check out your name, man. She got a lot of going for the ladies. She said she got a shipment in of a lot of summer clothes. Uh, just talked to her the other day, and she's doing pretty well. She wants to say thank you to everybody. We're going to have her on the show sooner or later, but she said thanks to the ladies that do come out because she actually does have some people that come from viewing this, and that's just, you know, it's a lot of love, and it makes me feel good that you guys actually check in with her. So thank you for supporting us and supporting her, and shout out Seven Scale. Uh, yeah, man. Appreciate you guys. Episode 20. We'll be back next week. Shout out to Sal, man. Sheesh. That's my guy, man. Appreciate you, man. That's my dude, man. If you need any type of engineering, directing or anything, man, holla at him, man. He got the drone going crazy, too. Man, flying around like a spy, man. So tap in with him, man. For real, for real. All right, man. See you guys, man, next week. Swing the blue notes. That's a mobby pass. More chops than karate class. I can hear the blues when the shoddy blast. The whole block blowing horns. That's that Jackson Jack. I can hear the blues when the shoddy blast. The whole block blowing horns. That's that Jackson Jack.